Hello, Auburn family. This is your boy, Jason Campbell, uh, your host of the Own to Victory podcast, uh, former quarterback here at Auburn 2000-2004. I got a great co-host again today. Jason Caldwell is back with us on the show today, 247 Sports at Auburn. Uh, Jason, what's going on? How you doing? I'm good, man. Uh, yeah, good good to be back. And uh, yeah, at 2000, it was a long time ago. We're getting a little older now, but uh, yeah. I, and hey, I'm just uh, I'm glad to be here and uh, enjoying these podcasts where you know get a chance to to know some of these uh, student athletes and coaches a lot better. I think it's a great tool for uh, for on the victory to uh, to be able to put out to folks. Yeah, you also got that fresh cut today. You know, uh, you usually I, have I a hat on. They got that fresh. I'm actually cut. going to get it cut. It's this is a little <laughs> long for me, so I got to get to get it ready for season here. Okay, okay, got a little time. But we lost a, uh, you know, a guy that was part of Auburn family, Coach Price, uh, you know, that was there coaching with me from 2000, 2004, our D-line coach. Uh, you know, they just laid him to rest this past weekend. Uh, you know, talk about Coach Price real quick, what he meant to the, you know, to the program, what you knew of him as a person. Yeah, no, I actually, I wrote about him a couple weeks ago, um, the Monday after. Um, and, you know, just, it, it was such a different time then, Jason. You know it, um we used to be able to, you know, walk on the halls and we'd, we'd come in and, Hey, we might pop our head into a position room with, you know, you and Al board just talking football or whatever it was. And, and, you know, Petrino and all those guys, but, you know, Terry Price and Don Dunn and Hugh Nall and Eddie Grant and Greg Knox, there was a, mm -hmm. there was a group of guys that were together for so long. And, um, before social media, um, it was an open door policy. And so I got to know those guys so well. And um, just thinking about the times we had and for now, and now it seems like a, a foreign concept because it is, but you'll remember it in, in 2004, you guys went every football game. We're at every practice every day, the whole time. I mean, I, I saw, I saw the whole season unfold before it happened on the practice field. So I got to, to see coaches and, and, and so, Got to know those guys better than than any coaches I've known since then because it's just so different. All right. And uh, Terry was a guy that loved his guys. Now he coached right. them hard. He got after them. <laughs> yeah. But uh, he loved his guys, and uh, and so um, just I unfortunately it teaches yeah. you how precious life is, and uh, to make sure you always tell folks how how, how special they are to you. Yeah, he was always a uh, great coach, and uh, to me, he was uh, always a big fella. You know, that was that was his line. But, you know, people don't notice as much, but he was a huge barbecue guy. And oh, yeah. uh, on Thursday nights, you know, the D-line definitely enjoyed his uh, his meals and barbecue um, and everything. But flipping subjects here, you know, now getting back to the, to the Auburn guys that are newcomers. We're going to call this the newcomer show. Yeah, we have we have two two young guys coming on the day that was, you know, really great athletes in high school names all across the, the board on everyone's charts, uh, both flip from, from other commitments to end up signing with Auburn, uh, which I thought was huge get for us this year. Uh, I, I first got Kyan Lee that we're about to bring on, you know, people you don't know about him, you better get to know his name. You know, this is a tremendous athlete. He's, uh, he's filled with force. He loves to hit. You don't hear a lot of DBs that say they like to hit, you know, he hits with power. Uh, he's from Ellenwood, Georgia. You know, we was able to flip him from Ohio State to Auburn, which is a lot closer drive. I'm pretty sure for his parents, which they would enjoy. But um, you know, let's get him on the get him on the show and, and let him talk a little bit about himself and what he's learned so far being at Auburn. Yeah. Kyan, how you doing? Good, how about y'all? 
Doing pretty good, good, man. Doing good. Can't complain. Yeah. How's yeah. it been so far? Uh, Auburn's been amazing since I got here. So only look forward to seeing more fans, just being able to grow here and become a better man overall here in Winnipeg. All right, all right. Yeah. So, so Kai, you from you from Ellenwood, Georgia, uh, yeah, and everything. You was going to Ohio State. You know, you was committed to Ohio State for a while. Talk about the process a little bit, like why Auburn was able to creep in and uh, and be able to get you here. Uh, Auburn is just overall, it just felt like more of a family, and it's just like I grew up with my grandparents also, so. Okay. Then being able to make all my, uh, most of like all my games dang near, like all my own games, it's like, it just means the world to me because I know they wasn't going to be able to travel from uh, from here, I mean, from Ellenwood all the way to Ohio every weekend. So that, that being in place and then like the, the, the travel distance from my home, that's, that's nothing. And then like, I know. It's just like I can. I feel like I can get on the field right away here and like be able to help my team and be able to just do everything I can and be able to win. Okay, how how much did things change for you when the new staff got in place with Coach Freeze and then you bring in a guy like Coach Crime and then these guys? How much did that ramp things up for Auburn in your mind once these guys got in place? Uh, they all straightforward, which is like they gonna tell you what it is and what it ain't straight off the rip. They ain't gonna sugarcoat nothing. They just want you to come in. If you you work, you go you go play, and then like they, it's more than like a coaching a coaching's and like player standpoint. It's like a family for for right. like I know for me and coach for coach Zach, uh, coach Ethridge most most like most definitely like me and him is like a brother brother relationship. We could talk at it from that standpoint, and like to a player and coaching standpoint. That's how that's how the connection is. Yeah, Zach was a guy that bridged. Mm-hmm. last coaching staff to this staff, having him as that recruiter and a guy, how, how important was that for you in Auburn and having him be a part of this from the last staff to this staff? Uh, it's kind of good because he's been on me since I've been in like 10th grade. So it's a guy that I can trust most definitely. And like he's been all in with me. So it's like a lot that goes into it, but stuff like that. Yeah, Kyan, you talk about being an athlete. You know, DBs are mostly track guys. You know, you, yeah. you guys can run, and you have to be able to run with these receivers and and be all over the field, especially in man in man coverage. Talk about, you know, being here early in the spring. You were one of the guys that was able to come in in January and then go through some winter workouts and and, and go through spring ball, uh, which coaches, you know, they rave about you and what you was able what they was able to see from you. What did you learn yourself about, you know, about spring ball, something that you kind of seen like, okay, I've seen these guys on TV before, but now actually lining up in the SEC in a spring practice. So tell us a little bit about so far, how's it going for you and what did you learn? Uh, most definitely it's been like, it was a change. I remember first day, I know like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking it's going to be like, almost like, I mean, I knew it wasn't going to be like high school, but it was, it was a challenge though. Cause like everything moving so fast and stuff. So you have to be able to, Actually, you gotta actually stay in shape, and you gotta actually like keep up with the pace and be able to pace yourself. Like, mm-hmm. and then like the strength of things, the speed of things with the players and and their speed, their strength is different from high school also. So it's just you have to adapt. And I gotta play with like more finesse right now until I start learning more of the little, little things that they teach me in practice and stuff like that, and just ways to win every rep I can. What's what was the biggest surprise for you? What because uh, I know people think about it, and they think about 
size and speed, all those things. Were you surprised at how much work off the field goes into being a football player in college? Because you know, high school, you you know, you you work and you do things, but the film watching, the the position meetings, the group meetings, all the things that you have to learn. How big of a surprise was that for you? Yeah, it wasn't that much of a surprise. We did that in like high school, so it's really about the same thing. It's really something I'm, I'm already used to. But like, it it was re- only thing that was, was it wasn't a surprise. I knew it was coming, but like. I knew that the speed and the strength of things was going to be different. That's about it. But I knew I'll have to adapt to that. Everything else, like the position meetings, the film and all that, we was doing that in high school, so it was about the same. Yeah, you're a guy that uh, that like to play man coverage. You're not afraid of it. Uh, but like I said, most corners, uh, like they don't like contact. Let's just be honest. Some guys like to be able to cover over the field. But when it comes to coming up and hitting that running back, you know, sometimes it's a little bit of a, a, a hesitation there. But you don't have any hesitation. You know, talk about being what we consider a dog at corner. You know, a guy that's, you know, has a knack for the football, always want to be around the football. Talk about where you get that from and and, and what makes you what makes that a part of your game that you want to see people to, to know about you. Uh, I just like to play fast and aggressive. I know, like, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life is play football and be able to make money with that and then after that make some that has to do with football make money with something that has to do within football but i know right now like this all it's all i got so i'm gonna give it all i got when i'm playing it so i'm not scared of like risking nothing like i'm gonna I'm a risk it all like on the field like it's it's every play so i'm just trying to make a play every single play like it's my last play yeah, how valuable was being able to go through the spring to to learn the defense, to be able to get used to to coaches and your teammates as you prepare for your freshman year? That 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 coming in early was that a big deal for you? Uh, most definitely, I feel like I got a head jump on things. So everything that we're going through right now is like a review for me. So I'm basically just getting on top of it, learning other positions where like they got to do what their job is to do, so it can help me with my job and like so I can know what my teammates will be at certain coverages and where they're not going to be in certain coverages like that type of standpoint. Yeah, you look at that room, man. This DB room is deep. Uh, you know, this Most is definitely. a really, really good room. You talk about DJ James and Nehemiah Pritchett, you know, two veteran guys that's been around Auburn for a while. And then you talk about Keontae Scott, you know, who's been here now for over a year, uh, was a big Juco guy that we got last year. Talk about what you've seen so far from this room as a whole and how you feel like you'll fit in this season coming up. Uh, I mean, I came in early, so I, they treat me like I'm one of them already since I came in with my head down. I already started mm-hmm. working and stuff like that. So they see what type of mindset I got. They see I want to be where they at one got one day, how they finna go to the draft and all that. I'm proud of them, boy. So I'm just taking th- pieces from their game and adding it to my game and just going day on day, getting better from what, what I'm seeing from them in practice as them being vets and stuff like that. Just trying to add it to my game and get better. Got a got a Georgia flavor with some of the the, the young guys coming in with, with Colton and Tyler. You guys, um, is that a lot of fun, guys that you've known and competed against and with to be together as kind of the nucleus of the future of that position? Um, how, how fun has that been to kind of help them along this process this summer? Uh, it's pretty cool. So I know I know our class we go we go turn it up a notch with the, with this little DB class we got that just came in. So y'all just stay ready. <laughs> y'all just look out. <laughs> Uh, you know, the DBs always talking that noise, right, Jason? That, you know, uh, this yeah. is how it is 24-7 on the field. Uh, you know, anytime, you know, it's noise talking. 
you know, jawing and back and forth with the receivers. So we, you had some young receivers that signed with us this year. You also had some some veteran guys that was able to come over from the portal. Uh, you know, some of the guys we haven't seen yet, you know, they weren't here during the spring. Talk about, you know, what you've seen so far from our receiver room because you are one of the DBs and y'all are going against each other doing some workouts and stuff that people should probably pay attention to, um, you know, come this fall. Uh, y'all should most definitely watch out for all that speed that's on the field. It's a whole lot of speed. If one thing everybody should be worried about, uh, and our guys, they out there to make plays, though. We just got we just got to put it all together from uh, our spring and all that. We go, it's gonna be a show for them. Who's the guy? Who's the guy? Any of the any of the newcomer guys that transferred in that that you go and said, "Oh, that guy's gonna be a problem." Is there anybody that you say yep. on the offensive side of the ball? Yeah, and one of the wide receivers. Uh. One of the guys that transferred in, uh, I believe Shane from okay. Jackson State. Yep. Be a problem. Yeah. Yeah. I say I, I say him for the most part. And, and Nick. Gordon. Nick Martin, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Just yeah. the side. Both those guys are really big receivers too, aren't right. they? Yeah, they're, they're tall and they, they got a shot <laughs> on them. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, so you've been – they have you listed at 5'11". I think you're closer to six feet, and you still got three more years to grow. So, you know, I, I, going against big receivers, you're going to see some in the SEC this year. You'll see a lot of them. Uh, you know, you prefer shorter receivers? You prefer uh, bigger receivers? You're a dog anyway. So, you know, how do you change um, your game plan up when you get ready to face a, a taller guy versus a, a guy to similar size? I don't want to put out how I, how I change the game plan, but just know I like guard either one. But like, yeah. don't I don't really got no preference, but either one, I just I just I just like it. But it's a different technique for uh, for the different size they are and stuff like that. How you play it though? For you, what what what's your mindset now as you're you're what three weeks away from beginning practices and and getting ready for fall camp? What's what's the mindset for you guys this summer? Um, I know you had a week, a little time off around the fourth, but you've been working hard. What's the mindset for you, especially for this freshman group, as you get ready for year number one? Grind and get my make plays, win games, and get my name out there. And I want to, I most definitely want to make, uh, be able to achieve a few goals this year. Well, I tell you what, the season will be here for you, Noah. You guys start actually practicing August the 1st. And, uh, you know, that's just around the corner. And, you know, that first game against UMass, you know, I'm pretty sure that you can't wait. You'll be amped up and everything. But, you know, I want to see if Jason has one more question. We always do something, Kyan, where I have five questions that, uh, you know, fans want to hear. It's kind of rapid fire and everything. Then you just kind of give us a quick answer and, and, and we'll go from there. But, Jason, you have anything else you want to ask him? No, I'm good. I, I just appreciate the, the time and uh, giving folks an insight into um, the mind of a young DB that's going to be on the field a lot this year. So I know I'm looking forward to watching it, Jason. So uh, have at it. Fire away. Yeah, all right. So let's go ahead and let's do this, man. Let's go ahead and put you on the on the hot seat a little bit, you know. Talk about, you know, what's your favorite player growing up as, you know, I wouldn't necessarily say a hero, but someone you looked up to or uh, like to tailor your game after. I like, I like Jalen Ramsey and Marshawn Lattimore. Okay, okay, okay. Two really good corners. Two really good corners. Night before big games, you know, people always say they want to know, like, what's in the mindset of, an, of, of 
a big corner or, you know, a, a quarterback or receiver. Take us through a night before a big game. What's going through your head? Uh, I'm probably I'm probably looking at film, looking at a little bit more film on who I got to play the next day on, on their tendencies, stuff like that. But I'm really just chilling for the most part. Other than that, I ain't doing too much, nothing special or nothing like that. Do you get nervous before games? Uh, I mean, I be I don't really be nervous too much. It'd be like a little bit of jitters, but it don't be nervous or nothing. Cause I know I know I don't work for this moment. I know God with me, so I ain't really nervous about nothing when I'm on the field. Yeah, I know you're not nervous because people always ask me that question. I said, no, nah, you have a little bit of jitters in your stomach until that first play happens. I yeah. like, and, and it's mostly because you want to perform so great that you're yeah. you're afraid of missing something. I like yeah. that's more so the nervousness. I'm not, I'm not more so. I'm not. I'm really not more so nervous. I'm more so like antsy and like, what's what's the word that uh when, when that adrenaline? Yeah, adrenaline. Yes, yes, yes. And see, so you guys, you know, you gotta get to pump lo- locker room music. When we was coming through, Jason, it was quiet as a mouse. You know, everyone had to have the headphones on or in over to the side. But now these yeah. guys get a chance to pump music in the locker room. They get a chance to, you know, they got that great sound system in the stadium. So, you know, it's just another thing that kind of gets that adrenaline even even going even more. So, you know, I can't wait to see can't wait to see you in action, man. What's your favorite food to eat the night before a big competition? Uh, I like Alfredo. Okay. Any like chicken fatty, in it? Fatty, shrimp? Fatty, fatty, like shrimp and uh, chicken, yeah. Okay. Okay. Loading up on some pasta. Get some carbs. Where's your favorite place to eat at in Auburn? Uh, for Hollers. Okay. Okay. Last one, man. Last one. People always want to say Auburn has some traditions. You know, you got the Tiger Walk. You got the the Eagle Flying. You got uh, Rollins Tumor Corner, which you won't be able to do unless it was basketball season, um, <laughs> you know, baseball season. But talk about what you're looking forward to as the as one of your Auburn traditions that you probably look the most look forward to the most. Uh, most definitely the Tiger Walk. That's going to be exciting every, every single game day. Good deal, good deal. Well, I tell you what, man, I can't wait to, to the season. I can't wait to see you lace it up and get out there and, and start getting some playing time and some action. Uh, we think you're going to be one of the great corners before you leave Auburn uh, on the other spot of it as well. You know, when Georgia comes to town, you know, Alabama comes to town, they're in Jordan Hare this year, and uh, I know you can't wait. And do you look forward to playing against Georgia? This is my question. I played with Ronnie Brown and Carlos Rogers. Uh, Carlos won the Jim Thorpe Award. Uh and at Auburn, he's from Georgia. And then Ronnie with the number two pick, and he's from Georgia. So Georgia guys have had a lot of success at Auburn. Yeah. Is that a game that you look forward to the most because you are from Georgia? Yeah, most definitely. I was committed to Georgia at one point. So most definitely, I got some guys over there I know, guys I went to high school with too. So I'm excited for that game. Good deal, good deal. Kai, okay, appreciate your time, man. Thanks for coming on, and uh, have a good one, brother. War Eagle. War Eagle. All right, Jay, I tell you what, um, you know, what a great episode with, with a young man. You can tell right now that his tenaciousness about playing football, when he said he doesn't shy away from any contact, he doesn't go in hesitant, you know, he's not worrying about things he can't control. He obviously has his mind set on goals and dreams that he wants to achieve. And him being raised by his grandparents, I think, speaks a lot of volumes of what they've done with this young man.
Yeah, confidence. That's one thing you all think about as a DB. You think about confidence, and you you can hear a guy that that understands and trusts what he's done, how he's trained, and um, another part of that is he he talked about preparation. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Cedar Grove is is a really good high school, and Auburn's had pretty good success from Cedar Grove over the years. Marcus mm-hmm. McNeil, you know, coming from yeah. there, I mean, that, and Jonathan Palmer, JP, uh, those guys. That's a school that has produced some really good players over the years. And so um, the preparation that he's had to get ready for this moment, you can hear it already. And mm-hmm. I think he's going to be a guy that um, is in the rotation at corner and going to be a big special teams guy, in my opinion. I think he's a guy that's going to really help out on special teams, do some of those things because that, that spring under his belt mm-hmm. should help him be prepared for those moments. Maybe a little easier than a, than a true freshman having to jump in and, you know, you nowadays they can work on learn a defense through the summer and have some time. So they're a little bit ahead of where they used to be, but it's still a big transition once you go out there on the field. And and I, uh, you know how it is if if you're not prepared that first week, uh, all of a sudden your rep your reps go away and and uh, boom, it's over with. This redshirt season time. Right, because you already know, because those first three weeks of practice, you really have three and a half weeks to start gearing up for game one. And those three and a half weeks is scrimmaging, you know, putting you through a lot of, you know, distance, different scenarios as far as like, you know, situational football. That's where games are won and lost. And coaches want to see who can react in those moments. And then once you get to those moments, if if they feel like you're ahead of schedule, you're off the red shirt list because it's going to take a week and a half to prepare for the first game. And so three weeks of it is just dedicated to see who who can who can play this year. And like you said, that last week and a half is okay, who we're getting ready, who we're taking on the roster to get ready for the 2023 season. So, you know, I think Kyan, him coming in early, you know, we'll get a chance to talk with Kedra here in a minute. Another guy that got early reps in spring ball. And those are the things that if you're able to come in early and graduate high school in December. You know, hopefully these guys do go back and, and go in their prom. You always encourage them, hey man, go back and yeah. go in your prom. Be and, a kid, you know, be a kid. Yeah, 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 go back and enjoy your high school graduation with your class. Go walk with them, uh, do those things. But in the meantime, you know, you get a chance to come to college early and, and get acclimated quickly because you kind of get a five month jump on the guys that's coming in the summer. You know, we've had some guys like Tyler Scott, Colton Hood, you know, other two corners that we signed, JC Hart. Uh, that we signed is coming in uh, that came in in June, you know, after Mm -hmm. Memorial Day weekend. So he's five months ahead of those guys, you know, so those guys going to have a little bit of ways to have to go to catch up, but they're talented as well. You just never know how fast kids pick up on things. But I think this roster is built to go this year with the guys that we have and redshirt a few guys and not lose their year, but then build them to be the next group of corners to come in next year. Yeah, and, and you know the, the biggest thing right now too is, you know, you're you're talking about how the first couple of weeks you're trying to figure out who can help. It's so different than it was mm-hmm. 25 years ago. Right. 25 years ago, when you're getting started, the first couple of weeks we're trying to get guys in shape. Now that if you if you don't show up day one ready to go, your season's already over with pretty much. And so yeah. that's what the whole summer's about. Um, these guys, that's why guys get here in June now as opposed to you know, showing up in August. You used to mm-hmm. showed up in August and uh, if a guy was if a guy was in shape, you said, okay, well that guy might have a chance to play. A lot of times that wasn't the case for a true freshman. Nowadays, these guys 
prepare. Even the guys that aren't here early, they've had a month, month and a half of conditioning and strength and conditioning time to be as prepared as possible to go. And they've had a little bit of, of you know, book learning and, and on offense mm-hmm. and defense along the way, too, to help them out. So, um, yeah, guys are more prepared than they've ever been. But you're right. It still matters how quickly you can come up and show that you're ready to go. You don't make those mistakes. You can line up where you're supposed to line up. All those things are going to be really important for these young guys, you know, stepping on the field those first couple of days. Oh, yeah, most definitely. And like you said, getting that playbook in your hands. Uh, you know, I tell these guys when they first get here, I say, look, man, your number one thing should be is making sure that you're focused and locked in in your playbook over this summer. Because summers to come, you'll probably be in summer school as long as while you're still playing ball. So you can graduate on time or graduate early. Uh, but you just think about this overall team so far. You know, Coach Montgomery on the uh, Coach Montgomery, Coach Roberts. You know, our two different, two different, our two coordinators. Uh, what they bring to the table. But as you were saying a while ago, a lot of these guys come in in shape because back when I came out, it wasn't a lot of seven on seven high school ball across the nation. You know, now these guys are participating in seven on sevens all over the nation, and and so you get a chance to to take a lot of things that they're doing in high school and position it into college. So they're walking into the door already with some experience of doing college-style plays. And like I said, with all these different camps and different things that they do now with 7-on-7 and elite camps and all of that, they're coming in a little bit more exposure. And uh, and they're able to walk in from day one and be able to compete for starting jobs and not have to redshirt. Yeah, and it's, it's why you see more true freshmen make an impact at key positions than ever mm-hmm. before. Um, and you're coming in as a true freshman. You didn't have an offensive lineman that came in and played. And I know the 707 in part of that, but what it is 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 there's more camp experience. Uh, and you're right, the system fits. These guys are used to playing spread the field tempo um, where they have to be prepared to do those things. And then you step in and you play a very similar scheme in college. It, it allows you that transition to be much easier. And, and obviously at quarterback and wide receiver, um, those are two positions where it was really tough. Running back, you could break in early as a true freshman. It was tougher at quarterback and wide receiver. Now we've seen those guys, and, heck, we've seen guys start right out of the gate. We saw Bo do it. We've seen others do it um, because of the preparation that they've done. Um, more passes, more more reps than ever for wide receivers and quarterbacks, and, and they're more prepared to come in and play. Yeah, no doubt about that because, especially like you said, the running back in the quarterback position, you know, like I said, they get exposed so much. And then just over the years, you know, Auburn has been a team that when we run the ball successfully and we throw the ball accurately, we pretty much have a good defense and, and you know, we're able to win some really big games and be competitive. I think this team will be competitive this year. I think, uh, you know, they're going to shock a lot of people. I think we're going to have a lot of our young guys really step up and make a lot of plays. Uh, for us this year and they will be in rotation that first year is all about getting your feet wet just find a way to get in rotation you know your sophomore year is kind of that year you look for to kind of kick off and, and, and get things going